Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, how do you say S-Y-R-U-P? Ahoy. Ahoy, Captain. <clears throat> what is what is new? Oh, not a lot. Enjoying my last full week of not being at work. So, so sorry. <clears throat> That's right. It's always the first couple days are always the worst because those are the longest meeting days generally. Yeah, and so. Those are the roughest ones. But it'll be all right. Probably. <clears throat> we do have a new superintendent, so it might be even longer than normal. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so, at least you have something to look forward to. I guess so. I call it that. It is, it is something, right? I mean, yeah, it's true. I really don't want to go unstack all the rest of the boxes in my classroom. That's not really a very pleasing well, I mean, thing, but you know, I'd say. but it's something to do. See, yeah, it's just not a fun thing to do. Well, <laughs> that's true. That's a good, but can't help you. So those like. Yeah, I'm not very good at like all those little. I'm not a detail person, <laughs> right? Yes. Hello. Same. Like Same. <laughs> the beginning of the year is always really hard for me because you have to do like all these little like minute things, and you have to focus on these like all these little tiny details and do all that stuff. And I'm not <clears throat> real great at that. I just like to sort of like <laughs> do the stuff. So I, it's a struggle to get through right. all the, all the little minutia and all the, here's some more paperwork to fill out. And here's a meeting to go to, to here's a new like little thing to do. Blah, blah, blah. Like I just, <laughs> just oh, man. teach some science. That's just what I want to do. I don't come on. Like I, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, I am <laughs> in the middle of, so with this, you know, I was working with the state of Missouri. I had the, uh, in the state retirement thing where every month they took out a certain percentage. And then they also had a Mo deferred comp, which was an additional way to save on top of what was automatically taken out of your paycheck. Oh, yeah, the extra that you put, yeah. Yeah, which, I don't know, I'm just like, can't you just take out a more percentage and put it like, why just only take out 4% and then have me save more over here? Why not just put it all into one account and then earn more, uh, uh, interest on it? Like, right. Like, wouldn't that be a better, whatever. I don't make you think so. So what I have here is now I've got these two different accounts and I'm like, well, I no longer work for you guys. And they go, oh, that's fine. You can just roll over this into an existing account. I'm like, great. I have an existing account. I, I cannot begin to describe to you the amount of paperwork and signatures that I have to do to, quote unquote, just roll this over. I <laughs> The other option is just to leave it there. And I'm like, maybe I just want to leave it there. 
<laughs> I, I'll tell you. Um, any any time I get I get paperwork and there's a there's something where I have to sign it in front of a notary, I immediately will not do it for the next three years. And I say that jokingly. Well, that's because that's a whole extra terrible thing to have to deal with. Like, yeah. uh, what the heck? It, it took us two years to get Noah added to our, our trust because it said we had to do it in front of a notary. And I was like, no, I'm never doing that. <laughs> that is rough. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, like, oh, no. So anyway, we've got to, oh, and I've got to like get paperwork from like, the new from from the one that I'm rolling it into, so I've got to get paperwork from them, and I've got to sign the paperwork from the one that I'm rolling it out of. Get them both signed by a notary, and get it signed by the the financial advisor that's in charge of the other place to have like say like yes, it's okay for them to do this, and then my signature is like yes, it's okay for them to do this, and you give them this money, and they'll take this money. And it's like talk about details. I'm like I don't I don't want to do any of that. I just want to not. <laughs> I just want to. That does sound gross. No, I don't. Yeah, never change anything. Better, better if you don't. Hey, pop question. Pop question. True. The the sugary liquid, and this is for you too, Aaron. Sugary liquid that you pour on top of pancakes is called what? Syrup. I also call it syrup. I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? Syrup? Syrup or syrup? Syrup. (laughs) Okay, it is... What? What? (laughs) It is is syrup. It's a sear. You sear it. S-Y-R. Megan says syrup, too. Like, it's an S-U-R. Maybe that's just a Midwest thing? I don't really know. So, Megan is right. Good job, Megan. Tell him. If you go to the dictionary online thingy it says how do you pronounce it it's a syrup i am right listeners in vermont and or canada please help us understand how to pronounce this uh yeah i i am in desperate need i don't i have only ever heard it called syrup i have never heard anybody in any form in any media say syrup are you no (laughs) come on no really what like, First I, of all, <laughs> I don't generally like it. This is a word that does not come up in my daily life. Okay. Well. Right. I don't like <laughs> it. It's just not a thing. Like I don't eat pancakes or waffles. And so I don't oh. use co- this particular condiment uh, like ever. <laughs> so the occasional French toast, maybe, but like that's like, I don't it, but it's maple syrup. Syrup. He's a syrup, right. not syrup. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I was, I was, we were, so we eat, uh, so the kids love pancakes and eggs, so we get that relatively frequently when we can. Uh, and I don't know, I, for some reason, I just, I really cued into it. I think Lillian had said, Can you pass me the syrup? And I was like, The, the what? And Megan was like, Yeah, the syrup. Was like, who are you people? What are you doing here in my life? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Megan will feel vindicated. In that she's not the only one that says syrup. <laughs> the only the the only thing I can think of at the top of my head, the only place I've heard it is called syrup. Uh, is in an epic rap battle of history, and I assume that was just to make it rhyme better with the rest of the thing. So, like, I don't. 
You know what? It may have been. Which is, which is a great episode, by the way. Yes, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Uh, yeah, right. You can... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just I just sort of figured that it was like to make it rhyme because I just do that in rap songs. I just assume because like often you're like, that's not how you say, oh, never mind. I have to make it fit, I think. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I've been, I have that with other words though. Like the word archetype right archetypal yeah that's a, that's a, that's how i pronounce this i just recently ha- it's come up in some videos and some stuff that i've been watching and they they called it archetype and i was like but what oh what no why would you why would you say that no. archetype no that's... <laughs> do you say arch archetypal archetypical like what is what 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 go are you so i don't go to the architect they only build curves like i don't know what <laughs> yeah so like that was another one there was another one too that i that i heard yesterday and i can't remember it now but i i heard it and i was like what what are you <laughs> oh huh the one <laughs> I don't know why I've been. I have. I again, I have no idea why this one has been coming up on a lot on like news reports. But the Seychelles, the Seychelles Islands. Yeah, hearing some news reporters try and say this name is very interesting to me. Um, first off, if you're going, if you know you're going to be reading some things on the air, why would you not look them up ahead of time or ask somebody? Um, but I guess I mean this is what I tell my sixth graders. They don't listen to me either. But I guess I tell them like, that. I'm like, you know those words that you always read, but you've never had to say aloud. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of a good example of that. But maybe like I thought that might be why I heard somebody say archetypal. Yes, right, because it's kind of spelled that way. But like I've never heard it pronounced like that ever. So like. I think the people that I heard say that have just only read it ever. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. they never took a English class. <laughs> <laughs> or were asleep, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I mean, those kind of words where you're like, I-, I wish I had a better example off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I can't remember the other one that like I heard it the other day and it was jarring. Because I was like, what? What? <laughs> what are you... T-? Like, I, I was even like, what are you talking about? And then I was like, oh, that's... that. Why did you say it that way? Yeah. I'm going to have to write these down. But yeah, I can't... <laughs> I think that may be a challenge of come up with... Uh, the words where you like, oh, man, I have one literally right on the tip of my tongue. Um, uh, this, will, this will come to me. It's not oscilloscope. It's something along those lines, though. Where... Uh, anyway... <clears throat> Where it's like two different ways that you could say it. And uh, it's yeah. definitely one of those things of like, oh, this is a word that somebody's only ever read and never actually said out loud. Uh, but, you know, whatever. It was just, uh, <laughs> I, was just I just had that moment at the table, like looking around being like, am I the crazy one? Like, am I? Like, what? <laughs> Which happens to me more often these days than not, I guess. But it's that's true. It was just one of those. Yeah. Or they've only ever heard like an English person say it. You're like, what? What's a zebra? Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. What? 
Um, while, while we're at this, I do have to read a few things on the record. Um, do you like cat excavator and favorite fifth ice cream? I want to ask, ask you all what, what you think those are in reference to. I, yeah. So I was very confused <laughs> earlier today. I was like, you're like, ignore this. And I was like, what? What what you drew my attention to it and now I can't ignore it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I guess I guess I guess uh, Megan and I do that to each other all the time, where we need to remember to bring something up to the other person later, but we don't want to forget it, so we'll just preference the text message with ignore, okay, and then give the, the, the thing that we need to remember for later. <laughs> uh. Sorry about that. That would have been some nice context okay. to know before, like the really cryptic thing. And then I asked you what, and then there was like no response for hours. I was like, "What the heck? I don't." I no, I um whatever. <laughs> so at approximately oh, I don't know, uh, four four forty three, four forty four. Um, I told the kid that I was going to be recording a brother tonight. And Lillian asked me. I was gonna say, is this are this a Lily uh, recommended topic episode? No, well, I no. She said, "What's the title?" And I said, "Well, we find out the title when we're done. What What do you think the title should be?" And she said, "Um, do you like cat?" And then Noah said, "The title should be excavator." And then Lillian, said, of course, he did. What is your fifth favorite ice cream? Which I thought was go. a pretty good deep cut. And <laughs> it's a good deep cut. <laughs> pretty well done <laughs> as far as <laughs> previous topic. See, she really understands the premise of the show very well. This, yeah. this is very nice. <laughs> I, think, I think she really nailed the. <laughs> I was very proud. Yeah. In that vein, however, Shayna definitely asked somebody the other day what their third favorite ice cream was. So perfect. Boom. Starting yeah. a thing. It's a thing. A real Starting thing. A thing. Right. We'll have to put it on a t-shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Just like <laughs> Ooh, merchandise. Third favorite. What's your third favorite ice cream? I still, I just really enjoy that kind of question because you did, de- you like, you really have to think hard about that. Like it, you have to, it catches people off guard and you go, uh, uh wait, what? Uh, Hmm. Like, I don't know. I just, I love those kind of, yeah, no, I like it too. It's good around a topic because it really starts showing like, what you start valuing or how you start prioritizing things. Because if you just say, what's my favorite, it shows you know, like you're, you're not pitting anything against another, but having to communicate your way down to third place. I love it. Well, you also have to think about it because normally you have like an answer for your favorite. Right. Right. And you just sort of like rattle it off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't have an answer like premeditated for what's your third favorite ice cream (laughs) so it's a nice like here we go if we have to do any of those weird icebreaker things when we go back to work i'm gonna use that i'm gonna bust it out and say yes i think it's the new i think it's the new one you should you should say you should say ahoy what is your third favorite ice cream and they ahoy (laughs) we'll put ahoy on a shirt too surely that word's not trademarked or anything we'll get that on there for you I don't see why it would be. <laughs> you never know. Chips Ahoy might come after you. Just don't make it blue. Yeah, All right. Exactly. It's got a different color palette. You right. Not. Different font. Kid, don't use the like wavy font. <laughs> <laughs> no. What is it called? Yeah. 
Oh, so big, big week for anybody. Uh, there you go. Oh, I was going to add another addendum. I thought about this. Yes. Okay. okay. I thought about this. And to save uh, being haunted forever by the spirit of our grandmother, I decided golf can be a sport. <laughs> Good, because, choice. Good choice. Because I thought about this more. Golf is just a race. Right? You're just getting to the hole first. So golf is like the world's slowest race. So I think to make golf more exciting, you really need to play up this racing aspect of it, like speed golf. I want to play some mm-hmm. speed golf. Mm-hmm. Golf carts become very important in speed golf, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, golfing purists out there. I just, a golf is so boring to me. Uh, but like I decided when I was sitting there thinking about it, I was like, wait, no, it's, it is a race, is it? right? It's yeah. just a race. Yeah. Because you're just getting to the hole first. So even though you do the score all weird and you're not like going by points, it's a race. It is. Yeah. So in a very yeah different, it, it's also, it's also weird because you don't typically think of it like that because the, your group advances at the same rate. Right. Yeah. Like you're, you, and you it's, have your tea time. And, then and it takes like multiple hours to do this. Like yeah, it's the slowest thing in the world. And, and you, but it is a race. Same three people, the same two other people, whatever. Like a, a tournament or four yeah. people, right? Like at the same pace. But you're right. If you just let people go individually, oh, that'd be awesome. All fifty people <coughs> line up, just one at a time. No, no, at the same time, and have to at the same time. and hit their ball. <laughs> And then they have to go get it. And then it's like color coded and stuff. So they've got to A, then find it and then just keep hitting their ball and to get it. Yeah. And then the, the key component. You go, no caddies. You just got to run. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You pick your, pick your so now strategy, club. strategy yeah. time. Like, yes. just like, do you bring the whole bag or do you just snag like, do you do that thing where you snag like five golf clubs, or four clubs and you go for it? Yeah. Right. Well, Boom. I think, I think, I think, I think integrating the golf cart is key, very key to this because then we can get some rally racing um, uh, involved in this. I see. I think I feel like 50 is too much for golf carts, though, because then you'll just be like jam full of golf cart. Right. Yeah. And there's literally nowhere to hit the ball <laughs> because it'll just be a fairway chock full of okay, golf fine. carts. Maybe we'll just do 10 at a time. Maybe we'll do 10 at a time with five rounds and you get to do oh, some I'll be all right. Oh, some derby racing with the golf cart. That's what this actually is. It's a derby race with some golf thrown in. There you go. And Making golf better. That's I like it. PGA, we look forward to... Uh, like the... cross-country golf. Right. You have to like... <laughs> yes. This way you also don't have to worry about like mowing so much. Right? That's good. Yeah. And spectators, Less mowing. spectators will love, I mean, turning the fairway into an actual like race track. I mean, the band. Yeah, this is much more sides. exciting. We see this in, on, on races all the time with them, you know, right next to them as they're coming down and doing the rally stages with golf carts. And I've seen yeah. some pretty amazing golf carts very recently. It'd be like, yeah, that's, that's true. And your neighborhood stroll. Uh, <laughs> exactly. They're already swanky, right? <laughs> this will be like the this will be like the Strata Bianchi to the a normal like bicycle road race, mm-hmm. right? Like roads are boring. How about gravel forever? Like okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. 
the how many golf carts we can see with like full like full flex suspensions and independent rear independent rear suspensions and uh definitely uh, uh, all-wheel drive with uh some beefy tires on them to get them going up and like <laughs> no you need to make it like you could have divisions right like the yes. like the, the those weird like yeah like the stock and like the super modified like, <laughs> yeah i'm doing some super modified golf today like what what <laughs> Sorry, what yeah Runs on. you could also make all the fairways like all the holes longer mm-hmm. right to make it more exciting we don't need like if you're gonna do like this holes. like no more yeah like par seven yeah. right you really got to get stretched this out a little bit like well, I, i'm saying you've got if you have an 18 hole course you can just condense it down to two like five <laughs> holes five holes but they're really far apart and like they're really, really long really long exactly <laughs> but it's like a race course you have to you still have to go down one and then turn around you can't like cut over right you have to like <laughs> like a like a motocross track right you have to like go down and it loops back and they're like <laughs> exactly see this is what i'm talking about and you've got plenty of acreage there like hundreds of acres on some of these places to to really oh, yeah. use the space well they're very underutilized Boom. Uh, and it really brings the fans into the aspect of this and, and uh, keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we're on something here. Okay. I feel like, I feel like this would be exciting. Very dangerous. Uh, lots of lawsuits. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> true. You have to have like fan areas, right? Like maybe, no, maybe not full blown rally special stage where they're just like, I'm going to stand right on the side of the road and cheer on this charging Subaru. Like, yeah, maybe step back from the road. All right. Maybe one, <laughs> one step. Just one. Maybe step back a little bit. Like all we those need. things make me so nervous to watch those. Like, right. especially the ones from like the eighties <laughs> where they're just right. out there chain smoking in the middle of the road. With there's the like middle. in the road and like, yeah. here comes the car. Here comes the Audi. Like, Oh God. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Kodak is going away, and then they kind of just turn and nonchalantly skirt out of the road right as it blitzes past their sport jacket. Oh yeah, some of those highlights are nuts. You see, like a Lancia, just like full slide around the corner, <laughs> and there's just like a dude standing there, like, oh no. <laughs> and the driver's basically just like. Well, I'm going to trust that he's going to move because uh, I'm in full opposite lock right now and I can literally do nothing. So, or that's the line. <laughs> and I'm in this Lantia. So if I take my foot off the gas, I will spin in a circle. Like it's just going to happen. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what, you know, they're waiting. They're, 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 they've got the, they've got the line that they need at the speed that they're going. And there's not a whole lot different they can do once they're in that. Yeah. Once you're in there. <laughs> Once you're in the slide, you're in. <laughs> you're not coming out of that. It's bad news. I, I haven't shown Susan either because she gets very nervous when we watch the Tour de France on the climbs and they're like patting the riders on the back. <laughs> she just sits there and goes, get out of the way. What are you doing? Oh, that would, that would, that would, unner- that would make me so angry. I'm up there. She doesn't like it. Doing it. You know, exerting everything that I possibly can. If someone is literally standing there patting me on the back, I would just, oh, I'd lose it. I would lose it. 
You'd really lose it if you got like a camera bag hooked over your straps or whatever. Like, uh, was that Nibali that happened to you? I don't remember. Somebody, you, know, you got like a, somebody dipped their handlebar, like oh. they got their stuff caught on his handlebars. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. Where somebody got like a flag stuck in their bike one time. Like, yeah, it's with them, you know, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why they readily like punch spectators because, like, get out of my bit black. <laughs> They're focusing working extremely hard. Anyway, jerk yelling in your face. It's <laughs> true. Huh. So, uh, yeah, uh, Brandon, you're you're gearing up for uh, for school. Um, well, both you and Aaron Indeed. are right. Um, I believe it's the official return to learn. So, unfortunately, your first day. Of class is when? So I so uh what is it? So Monday is teacher orientation stuff getting set up and then open house is Tuesday or Wednesday and then school starts August twelfth. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that is now updated Missouri to start school that early. Mm. Uh because you know they had nothing better to do last year, and they were like, "Oh, hey, we'll uh, arbitrarily make it so you can't start school before this day." Sorry, losers. Like what? No, yeah, well, because um, um, our first day is not till the twenty fourth. That's the first day you can start here. <laughs> uh, Shelby starts. So the twelfth, the twelfth is actually my first day of meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Fire. So is yeah. Shelby starts uh, August eighteenth, which is actually her birthday. So she's super thrilled. Well, hey. Um, and so she will. Yeah, she does. She does that. She'll get set up. But yeah, we start practice. Practice. Um, on Monday, we had pictures today. Um, and what else? Yeah, and then the yeah, new teacher orientation stuff is uh, Monday, and then yeah, schools. You know, open house, and then school starts August twelfth. That's crazy. Do you not have any like full staff days with everybody? Yeah, so that's what um, August 9th is. That's when everyone kind of gets together and be like, all right, here's you know what this is, blah 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 blah. Wow. Um, that's then, so short. We, we literally have two weeks of that. Because <laughs> we we had um, what is it called? A uh, new teacher orientation stuff this week. Uh, we finished. You know, okay. it, was just, it was just a you know us new people you know going new people going to that school uh, we yeah. all just get, we all just get together and you know talk about expectations you know policy things like that yeah, yeah. and then and then yeah we're off to the races next week um Dang, pretty so much fast. pretty much some of the pt days or pro- professional development days um you know we'll do some of that stuff but we we have a thing oh. every every Wednesday where we will have um, yeah, every Wednesday it'll be like, we'll, we'll stay longer and we'll work on some of that stuff. Um, uh, but in, in the later months, um, I can't remember which, which month it is. But we, uh, we won't have school on Fridays. We'll, we'll slowly transition into um, only four days a week school. But that that won't be the norm, which might be the norm next year. Um, but right now, we'll still do kind of you know this, that, or the other. And then um, 
you know, so we'll, we actually have a lot of days off. Okay. Uh, but, but they're all like professional development days. Like uh, okay. Yeah. We don't have like a ton of PD days during the year. Yeah. We have a bunch at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then we just have a few, which is actually, I like it better because like in the yeah. middle of the year, there's not a lot to do on a PD day. Mm-hmm. They're like, Hey, and then we do that thing every Monday, every Monday morning for an hour. Yeah. Have, like <laughs> learning, learning team time or whatever. Yeah. So like we do a lot of stuff then. Uh, that's that's kind of what it's what it's going to be where we'll all kind of get together in our little groups and then kind of go about <laughs> oh, me, yeah, our own things um but the kind of the first stuff is you know this that and the other and then it's like all right go and get you know working on your room or, or like go work in your classroom um kind of thing and so once we do once we do that but yeah school starts thank you School starts, you know, next week, and then a week or two after that, we got our first football game. So, yeah, yeah, all right. Well, very condensed schedule. I do like that we have so many PD days at the beginning, uh, because, like, like you said, we have a lot of them. At least last year we did. I don't know about new new boy what he's gonna do, but like last year, the first few days were like all day doing all kinds of stuff, and then like. The second week, it was like all the meeting stuff in the morning, and then after lunch was just like you can be in your classroom now. Like, mm, and and oh, that's, yeah. that's that's, that's what, what I need. <laughs> I need that. Kind of, most of it's going to be is like, all right, hey, we're going to work on this, um, and then all right, go and spend the rest of your day in your class. And it, it is kind of nice because at this school, at, at the last school, they're like, well, you need uh, you know X amount of professional development days, but you need to do some of that stuff like on your own here they actually provide so we don't have to like um, yeah our school does that too which is nice uh, yeah (laughs) that's kind of like it would be kind of nice to go out but like some of the coaching clinics that that i've already been to um those count that's actually kind of nice um yeah i don't i don't have to worry about you know having to truck somewhere and sit there for a few hours on things that i'm not gonna have fun with so. Yeah, that's true. I'm not about that life. I, I, I as previously stated on the show, I think uh, several times, like teacher, uh, the things that the like PD day things that are run by teachers at alternate locations are terrible <laughs> because the people that do it are like so not my personality type, right? That I, I just, I can't, I can't deal with it. It hurts me, like the all the pep and the happiness. And the like energy, I'm like, what? You need to stop. <laughs> so let me. So, I don't want to be part of any of those. I like to do all my stuff <laughs> by myself. <laughs> if I have to do stuff, I do it online. <laughs> so let, let me let me ask you let me ask you a question real quick. Um. What is your, I don't even know what the word is called. Um, what is kind of your take on kind of like, I think down here it's called open teaching or non-traditional teaching. What is, what is, I, I asked the question, I'll wait for you to respond. And then, get, then I'll give you the example of why I bring, I'm bringing that up. So what is your interpretation on kind of like open teaching? 
I or don't, an open classroom. Sorry. What does that mean? No, no, go, go ahead. Go. I don't know what that means. So I'm a bad teacher because like vernacular and like names of things, I have no idea what they mean. So, so like you can hit me with all that stuff and I'm like, what? I don't, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what it's so called. What, what is your interpretation of what you think that is? I have absolutely no idea. I don't oh, know what oh, open teaching is called. Hold on. That's a weird name. That's a goodbye. Hold on. No. That's fair. That's fair. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I would call that. So that's a weird name. That may not be actually what it's called. Um, that's fair, but I will. To be completely honest, I don't know the teacher's name. Um, but my school a few years ago got a grant um, where they kind of revamped the entire system, um, which was which was needed because um, they didn't really have a lot. But they they gave you know opportunities and things for teachers to kind of develop more. I don't even know like like modern teaching habits. So I was I was sitting in my classroom. And a, a teacher in question, um, you know, came by and introduced, like, oh, hello. Um, and then I went into their classroom. Uh, this teacher has no desks, uh, no whiteboard, no TV, or anything like that. And so I was sitting there, I was like, what, what, is, what is this? And all she has is couches in her classroom. <laughs> To give them a live announcement. Oh. His teaching test came in. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Breaking news update, ladies and gentlemen. You're alternatively certified. Um, so I am officially alternatively certified. Um, my wonderful uh, staff secretary just notified me that I passed <laughs> my second teaching um, certification test. So, Yo, uh, all right. Yeah. By two points, let's go. Hey, doesn't matter. Yo, all right. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm officially alternative. Thank you. Yeah, live. Kind of forgot about that. Um, so um, I I just need two more tests tests to take, and then I will be completely certified. But as of the moment, I am alternatively certified, which is very bueno. Um, but yeah, she has yes. no, she has no desks, um, no chairs. Um, it's just couches and okay. floor carpet. Okay. And I was like, this makes sense now. So what is this? And she's like, well, you know, I'm just going for a more open, vibrant school where the ki- I'm just, you know, kids are going to have clipboards and they're going to teach or they're going to, you know, uh, well, what did she say? Uh, go by their own speed and they, they are going to learn, but I'm not, I'm not going to teach with them. I'm going to be with them. And, you know, it gives them more movement. I'm like, um, I don't, I don't, I mean, I would like to have a couch in the classroom, but <laughs> I, that's not what I was expecting. So that it, it may be called something else, but that is my interpretation of what's called open classroom teaching, okay. uh, where right. it, this makes it sense. is non-traditional, I guess non-traditional is the, the better terminology. Uh, okay. So I will say, okay, now that I have a better idea of what you're talking yeah. about, uh, I don't really know how I feel about her like not teaching them stuff. And, like that's a little bit weird. Um, <clears throat> it depends on what what does she teach. Well, well, she still she will still be teaching, but it won't be like in the traditional manner of like going to a whiteboard or like this is the lesson. Blah, blah. So she she teaches math. 
Ah, uh, ooh, okay. Middle school math. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> I still think that you need to have whiteboard TV smart something because uh, you have to have, in my opinion, you need examples of things, right? To look at, to do stuff, especially math. That's weird. Um, also I need that stuff because we do a lot of like alternative things like presentations and other stuff like that, like skits and things. And we need to display our thing that we made. (laughs) Right. So we have to do that. But the seating thing, uh, yeah. So that my friend, uh, did that in her classroom. Um, she had alternative seating. She had a mixture of tables with chairs, a couch. Um, she had a, like a uh, like a pub table almost with like high chairs. She had like a standing desk or two with a stool, you know, for when you get tired. Um, so those like bouncy ball seat things. Like she had a mix of all this stuff, um, so they could sit wherever they wanted to, where they were comfortable. Yeah. Uh, you really have to have like extremely on point classroom management for discipline in that environment because it's very different and um, your classroom management has to be on point to deal with that amount of chaos that you're creating by just being like sit wherever right so being able to keep kids on task focused on the things that you want them to do while doing that is can be extraordinarily challenging um, what I do in my classroom is I kind of do a, <clears throat> I think about like hybridized approach, right? So I have all my desks in my row. Boom. So <clears throat> a lot of times during science, we sit there anytime we're doing like direct instruction, we're at our desk, right? Desk board. Boom, yeah. Done. Anytime the kids are working on stuff, so if it's like whatever the assignment is, so uh, reading assignment, project assignment, anything, they do not have to sit at their desk anymore. I have like a bench. I have some tables with just like those normal like plastic brown school chairs, right? I have a couple of big soft chairs that I bought last year from a teacher who was leaving. Yeah. Uh, she was like, does anybody want these? Yes, 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 me, please give me those. Uh, <laughs> so I bought them from her. Um, I have set up like alternate seating areas in my classroom that we sit at when we're working on stuff, either independently or in a partner's situation. Right. So that's kind of how I do it because I do agree with the like, I also have like carpet squares, you know? Yeah. Like, pillows like throw pillows like just like outdoor pillows you know from like walmart just buy like outdoor deck pillows and they can sit on those that's fine oh nice <laughs> but i have like a, a carpet and that stuff so i agree that it's nice some kids really want to sit somewhere else mm-hmm. you know they need that alternate environment like some kids just want to lay on the floor and read their paper like yeah, that's cool. Some people, when they do their PowerPoints or whatever, they just like stretch out on the floor and have their iPad and they just go to town, you know, <clears throat> cool. 
I don't care. Um, during certain assignments, like they can listen to music on their if they have headphones because I don't want to hear their terrible taste in music. Right, they're awful. But like, I don't care if they're working on like a a a, a PowerPoint or like a Google Slides or whatever. I don't care if they listen to music. That's fine. If you're reading, no, 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 no. Yeah, but like, <laughs> so I started doing more of that last year. I kind of do that because like it mixes things up. You can sit wherever you want. It makes it easier to, if you have a, if it's a partner assignment that just generally makes it easier. Cause you can sit by them, you know, uh, but it is tricky to keep everybody on task when you do this, because naturally when you're 12, you just want to sit next to your friend, regardless of whether they're going to work or not. So we do a lot of talking about like seating choices expectations during work time and like some classes you just kind of have to see how it goes like some classes okay you guys cannot do that right now because it doesn't work out for you like you have yeah you're not getting your stuff done you're not doing it so you're just going to sit right here at your desk only done but other classes you know they ever kind of read the room right see how it goes a few times <clears throat> but i do that i find that it helps them work um it makes it a little more enjoyable plus it gets them up moving around they because you know I, you got to sit in a desk in other other classes a lot of times so like move them around you know lay out on the floor i don't care as long as you're doing work it's fine with me so um, it is hard, but yeah, I like the seating idea. I don't really know about the no, no screen or no whiteboard. Uh, I need my screen and whiteboard just cause like I use, I use my whiteboard for, I don't teach off my whiteboard, but like I write important stuff there. We use it for all kinds of stuff. So like I, I need that <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Okay. I, just, I just wanted to get your your take. Like I, I am all for you know alternative seating, but some of the other stuff was a little weird, and so I just I just yeah. kind of wanted to see that like you know what your take on it was. Out. Yeah, I do now. I do sometimes like on some of my projects or some of my things that I want them to make for me, like my slideshows or like if they have to create something, I yeah. will. I will. Like, it's hard to know. Like, sometimes I give them, like, very specific examples. Right? And I... Especially at the beginning of the year, I'm like, here's a thing that I made. You can use this as a template. Blah, blah, blah. Right? And that kind of gets some kids used to... Like, I just put one in Google Classroom, like, as a one they can't edit or whatever, and they just look at it and say, oh, okay, I see how you did that, and I see... And it helps them make sure they have all the parts and everything like that. Um... Some of the assignments I leave intentionally vague. Like the directions yeah. are much more vague because I want them to come up with something to put there. <laughs> you know, like I will not give such explicit directions because I want them to be, especially in science, right? Solving and thinking a little bit more about the process instead of just like copying a list of directions. So it depends on the assignment. You kind of got to pick and choose your thing there but oh, okay you know it could be cool so yeah i do like the alternative seating even if it's just like hey you guys can sit on the floor if you want like 
you know, start small. Yeah. Especially if you know, if you're like, hey, I want you guys to read. Uh, today we're just going to read this chapter in the book and do some short answer questions. But you can sit wherever you want in the room today. But here's what I expect. Okay. I expect you to sit. Uh, you know, if it's a by yourself assignment, I expect you to be sitting a reasonable distance away from other people. I expect you to be on task. And if you can't handle that, then you will come back to your seat. Boom. Done. Like, gotcha. it's nice that you have an escape to go. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of afraid to do the full blown, like alternate seating because then there's no place to go back to. <laughs> yeah. And quite frankly, sometimes we need our desks to do stuff. So like, I don't want to get rid of them. <laughs> Plus, I have the nice desks on the floor, so like I don't want to get rid of them. <laughs> They're a hot commodity. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So yeah, it can be cool, but you know, you got to be real on top of it. You definitely got to be a a mobile teacher, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to be doing that, <clears throat> like you can't be like a I'm going to hang out on my desk and type this thing while the kids are working, if they're doing that, you really got to be a mobile person, like observing everything (laughs) so that when you're like, Oh, that doesn't look like history on that iPad. Give me that. Boom. (laughs) This is mine now. (laughs) Yeah. So it can be cool, but you gotta be, you kind of got to be on it. If you're going to do that. So, But the kids do seem to enjoy it, right? You know, yeah. That little bit of freedom to, you know, kind of pick their seed and do whatever. So, mm. so it can be cool. Again, I need my screen, man. I gotta. <laughs> how are we gonna watch? How are we gonna watch sweet science videos if I don't have <laughs> a screen to play them on? Right? Come on. Yeah, you don't have everybody. Doing? cast out to everybody's iPads and have them watch simultaneously. Yeah, that's a little harder. It's like, hey guys, check this out. Boom. Like, here's my video. Some of us in my presentation like, oh, you're going to watch this thing. Pow. (laughs) Go for it. So, and I kind of think about like, sorry, listeners, this might be boring, but like, I think about like, when we do like notes because we do a lot of note taking in science and like I've said this before too we do that for two reasons number one we are practicing learning how to take notes because they have never done it before really they do it a little bit in fifth grade but like in in sixth grade we're learning about how we take notes from the board and that kind of stuff so we're really kind of practicing that um and you know there's so much new stuff, right? All A lot of this stuff is brand new. Right. And so we really need to do that and then like have those notes, have those class discussions, have all that stuff to gather that knowledge before we can do anything with it. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of knowledge building that has to happen. So like, I like the desks for that because we're all here. I can see you all. I'm, you know, we're all together in this area <clears throat> and like we can, it just, it, for me, even just for me of how I handle the classroom and how I do stuff. Like I need that structure for 
we are building this to use my teacher term here schema, right? Because we don't have any science schema, like none. So, you know, when we're in this environment, it's helpful if we're all together so we can all talk to each other and we can all see the pictures on the board and, you know, take the few notes that we're going to take or watch this video about this topic. And so we can have that and discuss and do all that stuff together. So I'm real big on discussion and stuff. So like, I need that. I like that environment for that because we do have to have all of that new information before we can take it and then do our project or do our experiment or do our investigation or whatever. Right. We need a lot of background, so that's why I mix it up that way. Okay. Yeah. Be interesting. I like anyway. it. Yeah. I, yeah. So it's fun to also play with the space a little bit. Like, can kind of, you know, get everybody spread out. They can kind of do their own thing. And it also helps make, like, <clears throat> then when they're that way, right? When they're further apart, <clears throat> it makes it easier for me sometimes to come around and do like little, you know, I just talk to them about their assignment. Like, Hey, I was like mini conferencing, you know, with real informal yeah. stuff, but like little conferences like, Oh, Hey, do you help? Or, you know, that we can just talk about stuff that they don't get right. Or if they're confused or struggling, then I can, it's easier to have one-on-one conversations if they're spread out, you know, you can just kind of keep roving yeah. around and talking to them and doing all that stuff. So <clears throat> that's another um, positive of that. You can get down and help them or talk to them if they have a question or, you know, just check in on them and all that kind of stuff. So it makes it easier to do that too. Instead, sometimes they're, they don't want to, especially the beginning of the year, like they don't want to ask you questions because some kids are still like, oh, now I have to know, you know, but I'm like, have you, why would you know this? Have you ever done this before? I don't expect you to know the answer. It's okay if you need help. It's fine. It's okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, especially when they're not used to that, uh, it kind of helps them get in the mood because they'll they'll talk to you more if they're a little separated. You know, it's a little more private conversation. You know, so they don't feel like, oh my gosh, I have to ask for help. Like, <laughs> it's literally my job. Please ask for help. <laughs> like, that's that's why I'm here. <laughs> So come on now. <clears throat> okay. So, so yeah, that's the long answer to that. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> I did too. Plus, it gives you more room to build things in science, which always good, right? Boom. <laughs> ah, well, it's all right. Uh, we have a main topic this week. Um, That's true. It is not pedagogy. Spoilerinos. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a wonderful word. Um, get back looping this back around, and then we'll get to our main topic. I really promise. Um, I love. I looping. always, I always pronounce it pedagogy. Uh, same. Same, 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 same. But you oh. just said pedagogy because yeah. I didn't know what that word meant. As I, I mean, anyway, that's how I've heard. Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to loop stuff. Good. So, our main 
topic right, this week was challenged uh, at the end of last week to bring forward our top five favorite Summer Olympic events. Um, oh, man. They focused here. And I figured we would kind of do a round robin. I don't know if you guys rank. Did you guys rank yours? Or are they just five in general? Sort of. Yeah, kind of. I had a real hard time with this. Because I've been watching like so many Olympics. Because again, <laughs> this week I have nothing to do. So I've been watching the heck out of them. And so, yeah, I kind of I have a rough ranking. It's real hard. Oh, no. I, yeah. No, I, <coughs> uh, I, so I don't know if, I, if you want to do a round robin where we go through and do like five, four, three, two, one. And then we'll do our things that didn't make our top five. Or, yeah, no, that's good. I okay. think that's our general format, so we got to stick with yeah. the format, okay. right? Yeah, it's, a pa- it's patented, not patented, but um, it's what we do. It's so, patent pending. Patent pending. Uh, we'll never get it. I mean, uh, just <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, yes. So, main topic is our top five. Um, top, I'm trying to write this down before I forget. Top five. Fair. Save, uh, Summer, Summer Olympics. Olympics. Right. Stay tuned next year. Top five winter Olympics We're coming soon. Olympics. Coming sooner than normal. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, getting cray up in here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, before we, I guess before we start, uh, does anybody have any opening comments about what this was like, um, or or your general approach to this? Uh, so my general approach was it's sort of a. I feel like this list is specifically for this year. Right. This is kind of a list of events that I have enjoyed watching the most this year. Okay. Right. Because I, I feel like I, some of these are events that I haven't watched that much before this year, just because of the timing and when stuff is on. I haven't watched as much of other events that I would normally watch or that I have watched in the past. So this is kind of like the for this Olympics, these are the things that have interested me the most. And I've been into watching them. I feel like that's kind of what my list represents. Anyway. Airman? Any other thoughts? Yeah. Um, but when I, when, I remember when I was little, like, watching the Olympics in general, like, it, it wasn't like, I was like, oh, yeah, these people are, you know, world-renowned athletes. Like, I never, like, really got into it. Um, the past few years I have, I, well, I think it started like with like the Australian Olympics of how like kind of cool and unique that was. And then like the Beijing Olympics, like, oh, that was different. Um, I, this year there, there's been some like of those promo videos for like some of the athletes that have definitely caught me in the fields. Um, and so I've been a little bit more like invested yeah, true. Um, in in this one, like even with like sports, sports, not even like with USA, just watching like different countries in general, and like hearing those things, like this is the first medal this country has ever won, and you're like, what? So, oh yeah, I know. I think um, it's so cool, right? <laughs> those those things to me are are, are pretty neat. Um, and so, uh, it, mine, I, I have a feeling some of the things that I have on my list are the same on some of y'all's list. So, um, I might, oh. might have to have some just in case. I feel but, like my list this year is weird. Well, and I will say, I feel like it's it, normal. This is, this is top five. I had to cut out some stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, so, what do I? So it's yeah, okay. I have it's a okay. bunch in like six, seven, eight, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's okay if they're the same thing. Cause you know, it, it's going to be, 
it's going to be fine. So don't don't feel like you have to cut it's one true. out. We're, we're not mm. we're not doing a draft where we're drafting our top five. It's true. Yeah. It's not like you true. can't pick it if I pick it. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. No, and I'll say for me, um, I very much uh, approach this from like my fave, but I couldn't. I, it was a hard time for me to separate out my favorite versus characteristic of like when I think Summer Olympics. Like, what am I thinking? What am I watching? What am I engaged in? And I had that same thing too, right? So it was, yeah. really, it was really tough because there's a lot of this, like things that I have a historic exposure to versus what I enjoy watching versus like what keeps coming to the top of mind. Because obviously there are things that are going to make it into primetime shows uh, for the American <laughs> audience that not, you know, they're, yeah. not, they're not showing several events, right. That are not really primetime. Uh-huh. Um, so trying to tease out some things of like, do I really, do I really like this? Or is this like just like a hard nostalgia kick, or is this just what I think of as characteristic? So that was a tough slog to me through this, um, but I feel like we'll get that teased out as we go. So, um, <laughs> Brandon, do you want to you want to get us kicked off with your uh, sure. your your fit? <laughs> Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, before I do that, though, I will say I, I agree with Aaron and you both. Like, I love watching the Olympics, right? I just really like it, right? I am like. I don't know what what it is. Like this is the one thing in my life where I'm not like a cynical grumpy man, right? Like I just I really like the Olympics. I don't really care about like the medal count uh with one addendum to that um that is the inclusion of any athletes from the country of Russia this year. It's just a farce and it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Anyway, <clears throat> Uh, wow, we're we're banned. Okay, well that was fun. Yeah, it's fine. Nice um, <laughs> listeners, it's been great. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that's a weird that's a whole weird thing. Anyway, um, but like like I said, I don't really care about the medal count. I'm like Aaron. I'm like I really like all those stories and like the people that like oh that this country's like never won a medal here. Like oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like oh this is the first woman ever from this country to win a medal. That's really rad, right? Like. And I also like how the Olympics does bring light and exposure to sports that are like not on the radar. Yeah. A lot of times. Right. And it's really odd because, you know, you watch these sports and the announcers and they're talking about like this thing, this like, oh, I placed like seventh in like the world championships last year. And so that means there is a whole like hidden activity event calendar of this sport that I have no idea exists because I, it's never available for me to watch anywhere mm-hmm. about it before. <laughs> right? Like I didn't know they had world championships in that. What? Like when, where did they do what? Uh, you know, <laughs> part of that, part of that does come from growing up in middle America where there is like zero anything. Right. Um, a lot of these sports do not exist here. No, it just they don't, right? And they probably do now in some capacity, but I don't know where. <laughs> right? It's not here where I am. They're not here, uh, which is unfortunate on some level. Like, there's a huge opportunities out there for lots of people to be doing stuff, and they're like hidden away in the shadows. Um, yeah. So I'll start out after that. I will start with uh so this is my top five that I have enjoyed watching the most this year. Right. Okay. Just kind of what I've been sucked into, what I've been drawn to, yeah. what I've been like, oh, I have to watch this. Uh and the first one 
really weirdly was the triathlon relay that was like yeah. new this year. So it was yeah. like the mixed triathlon relay. Hmm. And I don't know why, but I thought that was like the greatest thing. <laughs> I was so into it. Like, I've never watched really a triathlon before. Like I watch them in the I watch them in the Olympics. Like I watch the normal one. <clears throat> yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna have the triathlon relay later. And I was like, the excuse you? What? The what? I had to watch it. I had to. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so crazy. Like I really enjoyed that for some reason. I don't really know why. Uh but I just thought it was really cool. Like the whole idea, the big triathlon and the four man, four person, because it's a mixed relay. It was really cool. It was really kind of exciting, right? Like there was a lot of movement after a while, you know. Um, and it's really cool. It was really fun to watch that. So my fifth one is the the triathlon and the triathlon relay. <laughs> the relay specifically. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I liked the okay. normal triathlon, but the relay specifically was the thing that I was like, yes. <laughs> Need more of that. Okay, very cool. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Okay. I didn't, I didn't get right. a chance to watch that one, but um, no, I I think there'll be a theme throughout. So Okay, yeah, Airman. Yeah, try to find a highlight. They have highlights around. Okay. So see if you can pick up some of these if you... It was really fun. So. So are, are we just, are we doing them like in like no particular order or is like... This one kind of like the meh or yeah, I'm doing it like that. Yeah, I'm just kind of okay. doing a five to the, my number one is like the one that I've been most excited. Yeah. About. Uh, okay. So for for my number five would oh let's see, let's see. one two three four. okay. So I would probably say for my number five, um, let's go with oh hold on here. I gotta figure out like what it's actually called. I mean it, it, it's called weightlifting. Um, like like, okay. like like the powerlifting stuff. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's different. Um, I mean, like like we see you know people like you know work out like oh people working out. Um, but with like you know I I kind of think of like the the story of uh, the the wrestler Kurt Angle who won the gold medal like with a broken neck. Um, yes, kind of thing. And so like things like that like even though like multi-time wwe champion yes and and, um i mean like just seeing like seeing that to me um like a few years ago where that that russian i think it was a russian or it was like the german uh weight power lifter that like lost his wife like a year ago and he went on to like win gold medal for the first time in germany for germany for in like several years like that was super emotional. It, it's one of those sports that can get like, you know, one of the things that people like, oh, lifting it, like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. But then it's like, oh, it gets into like all these stories and things like that. And like, that's kind of what makes it cool is, you know, these people's journeys from, you know, oh, I, you know, lifted, you know, weights in a barn when it was like, you know, when we didn't have any equipment to, oh, I am in the Olympics. Um, and also it was kind of more influential because for, for a lot of my football guys, like they've never had any real like working out, like weightlifting experience. And so trying to tie those in together, showing some of those kids like, Hey, you know, this is, you know, this guy doing this certain thing with, you know, this amount of weight, like, is that cool? Um, but it was kind of cool for the kids to see. And so 
um, getting a chance to tie both of those in together. And plus, it's really cool to be like, you can't lift that. Oh, he lifts that. Oh, that was actually really cool. That is that is a lot more weight than I could fathomably imagine um, anyone could possibly lift. So for me, like things like that were were really cool just to kind of get to watch, get to see, and, and be involved with. So yeah. Uh, speaking of weightlifting, shout out to I'm going to say this name wrong, but this one I was referring to earlier. Her name is uh, Nancy De Holmes. She's the first Ecuadorian woman ever to win a medal at all. And she won the gold in the women's weightlifting in her class. So mm. that was, that's another one of those rad stories. Like, Oh, that's really cool. It's so amazing. Right. Like, really cool. Yeah. So I apologize, ma'am. If I totally screwed your name up there, but uh, shout out to you for being amazing. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, I will start with wow. uh, my fifth, my fifth, one again all these are kind of weird but um i fair. have in i enjoy watching fencing um i have no idea really a lot of how the scoring works and i'm going to specifically call out saber fencing because it is so lightning fast and they're over really quick it's like the f1 of the fencing world it really is like it's just like intense splat that's done and um i it fascinates me that such this it truly is an art style that has such long history of 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 in cultures and societies around the globe is still being performed in some to some extent today and um i'll also never forget the one of the first times i was able to actually experience fencing was actually on the Missouri State campus on an evening, they were outside. There was a fencing club and they were practicing outdoors. And I was like, walking by, watching people fence, and then the bell tower started going. And so every time I watch it, it is, it is a little bit of a nostalgia thing. But I just really, I'm, it's hyper fascinating to me to think of the, the skill and the precision that goes into that and the history of it too. Yeah. I never can remember what the different rules are for, was it saber, epee, foil? In foil. In right? foil. Yeah, right? and, they all have uh, different rules. Yes. And uh, different, and different uh, 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 sword types, uh, right? Like, yes, different, like, different physical swords. The, yeah, the foil um, is like really uh, thin. They're a bendy and, one, right? You get bulkier as you get the saber, and saber is very, Yeah, saber is the big one. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, it's kind of the middle. Right? Is that how I don't remember? Yes, exactly. Yes, um, but you're right. Like the different <laughs> because they're the swords are different. They have different styles, and then because they have different styles, there's different scoring that goes with them. They, yeah, it's so weird. I can't keep up with that. Um, and the other thing that uh, is very interesting about fencing is um, since they've moved to all electronic scoring now you've got touch pads all over your body and they sense yeah. when the saber when the foil has touched certain areas um the reaction of fencers whenever it didn't trigger um is amazing to watch and i think that's more <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean what are you talking <laughs> oh no you talk about you talk about intense people like the guys that are literally they're shaking a sword at a judge and you're like um 
maybe let's just give him a point. <laughs> yeah. Put the sword down, man. Come on. So, yeah. I so yeah, I like I like like uh the fencing there. Nice. All right. Okay. All right, so four. All right, four was hard. Um I I have it like a tie at four kinda. I call this open water paddling events. Right? <laughs> because I like I I I like the rowing. Yeah. Right? Like the big skull rowing events. And uh the like this year I've watched a lot of the like kayak racing. Like the open water yeah. kayak and canoe. It's fascinating. It's so crazy. Right? They're like like I've watched it all. It's I just can't like it's like the short the sprint like the two like the five hundred meter kayak racing. The, yeah. They're all like it's like blah, and then there's like the really long one, and like, there's a four person kayak apparently. Like what? I didn't know that was. I didn't know that existed. Uh, like <laughs> so that it's just been really cool to watch. Like that these this like both those disciplines right i know they're very different right i know that rowing and like the kayaking and the canoeing i've been watching that too i didn't know that was a thing either um so open water paddling that's what we call this um (laughs) like i did it i only really knew about rowing before yes right yeah and i've always been fascinated by those those rowboats the skulls right i've always wanted to try one oh i know right just because they look really fun. <laughs> Susan and I were talking about that. Like, I want to try that. Yes. Like, not fast, obviously, but like, mm. I just want to sit in one and see how it goes. Right. Even if just like the little single person one, right. Like mm-hmm. the one man skull thing. Like, I just want to try that. It looks so cool. Like, it's really neat looking. Right. I just like, that's really cool. But then when you go in the, you have the boat facing the other direction, right. Those kayakers oh my gosh that some of them go so fast like so fast and then like the doubles i didn't know there was kayak doubles i definitely didn't know there was quad kayaking holy cow that's insane (laughs) i had no idea they put that up to the line i was like the what excuse you (laughs) and then like the canoeists there's like solo and tandem canoeing where they're like kneeling on that thing and first of all i'm going my hip is going to give out looking at you paddling like that right now uh that's impressive like that's just a it's just really interesting and cool to watch these athletes are crazy like their their body strength for this discipline is so intense like i can imagine like oh you can't imagine you can see some of their shoulders you're just like oh my god what <laughs> so I've been really enjoying the the open water paddling section of this. Okay. I'm going to lump all those rowing disciplines together. Uh, not uh, try not do not be offended, rowers out there. I I've, <laughs> I just like them all, and I couldn't decide which one to put, so I just put them all together. <laughs> sure. Let's see here. So one of the, um, I guess for four. Um, Mm-hmm. Which one pick? I'm gonna pick. Uh, it's called. Uh, it, it, it's the the skating um, series where uh, 
um, kind of what Brandon was talking about, like with the rowing stuff, like this is like, you know, skateboard, you know, type activities. And the one that kind of really caught my eye, I think it was more so for like the people that we were watching, um, but it's called free skate. And it's like, they, the, the, the skaters like pretty much get like a, 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 what is it called? A rink pretty much to themselves. And then they just, you know, get like a time limit and they have to, you know, do X amount of things in that time and whatever they get is what, what they get. And so it's it just kind of fun to, to watch what transpires in like, you know, three second time or not, you know, not three seconds, but just kind of, um, you know, a minute and a half or whatever, like just to get like, you have this amount of time to do, you know, as many tricks as possible. And, um, I watched it really late. So I was trying to remember like all that kind of happened because we were, we were working out the little gym and it just like came, came on. And I was like, I'm sorry, what is this called? <laughs> and we watched it and just like, you know, it, it introduced, but it, it was the one thing that really kind of caught my eye. It was, it was a women's free skate and it was kind of like the, the companionship that everyone kind of had, like, there was no, like, you know, it, it wasn't those classic, like, 1980s, like, America versus the Soviet Union thing, and, like, I must break you. Like, everyone was just, like, like cheering everybody on. It was, you know, that sense of, you know, hey, we're doing this together, blah, blah, blah. And I thought that was kind of cool, because that's not at all what I was originally expecting um, with the Olympics. Um, you know, everyone's out to get everybody and like, I am here to win. Blah. Um, and so it, it was kind of a unique experience to watch because, you know, I, yes, I've seen, you know, you know, skating before I've seen, you know, all that kind of things, but it was just a different experience of just watching people get to do that on that level. So it, it was unique. I liked it. Um, I would watch it again. Um, I don't know if I could watch it like just not in the Olympics. It has to be like in the Olympic setting. Um, just to be like, Fair. oh, okay, this is kind of cool. But I, it, it, it was just something that was like, hmm, what is this? What is this called? Like, oh, and then like, it's one of those sports within like, you know, a few like, you know, a minute, a few minutes of like watching it, you're like cheering for the people. Like, even if you don't know how, like if you have no idea what's going on, it's just like, oh, this is really cool because this person. Um, and then you're like, Who's your favorite person? Like, I don't know that one. So I, I liked it. It was, it was fun. Um, it was, it was different uh, for sure. And so that, that's kind of the, the, the main staple that kind of like, you know, made me watch it. And I was like, Oh, this is actually like really cool. Like I was not expecting this level of coolness to happen. And so, yeah, that, that was kind of my number four. It's interesting. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that that was one that didn't quite make my list. But can we talk about for a second how young some of those ladies are that were out there? There was, oh there, was a girl, there, was a, there was a lady that was like fourteen. Yeah, yeah, or maybe even like thirteen. There's some thirteen year olds out there oh, shredding like hardcore. It's man, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really neat to, get, uh, yeah, to, to see them out there at that level. Yeah, I watched. I watched the park. Uh-huh. Where they have like the stairs and the rails and stuff, and also the yeah. The, wait, I don't remember. Then they called the other one park, but that was the one that was in like the big bowl skating. Yeah, 
that one was awesome. Like, <laughs> so yeah, nice, nice pick. Good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, my number four uh, is track cycling. Specifically, um, I couldn't choose, but mostly I really like the Omnium. Uh, the pursuit is also fun, but I enjoy the Omnium because of the different stages that you go through in the race. Like it's four races in one. And so you kind of play to strengths of like physicality, but also of strategy in that. And it's basically sprinting like constantly. And who doesn't love watching people sprint nonstop? True. So I just, as far as like action and again, one of those things of like, you don't get to really see it at this stage or at this level um, year round. Like you can go and find it or find results for track cycling, but being able to watch it, um, it's always very, very cool to get to see, to see it in motion because it, it is a lot going on <laughs> just constantly. Yeah. I, yeah. That, yeah. Find a velodrome in Missouri. Exactly. Good luck. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i yeah i I like when they you know when they've got the different every lap there's also the sprint for every yeah please every, please explain to to the audience if they don't know the confusing rules that are the omnia <laughs> well there's <laughs> so there's there's like yeah no i mean i do know that there's like this, there's like the scratch the tempo and then the something after that, I don't really like. It's it's really no. They, I can't explain that. I'll, there'll be a link on the show notes. I'm sure I'll find something. But um, it's so confusing. It's not basically it's a race that's not a race because it's about points accrued during the race throughout the race. Right. So just because you went, you like make it first across the right, like to so the scratch, the the first start one, the scratch is pretty simple. The first one across the line wins after um after a certain number of uh a distance it's usually like 10 i think it's like 10k but yeah i can't remember that, it's, a, it's not a number of laps yeah yeah well no no so it's it, oh that's true it's distance for scratch because after oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you get points for lapping people the group yes. in addition to the sprint races that are every other lap in addition to whoever crosses the line first. So you <laughs> it's like a hundred lap race. Yes. So you've got to you've got to lap people to earn points. So that's what I love about this because there is incentive for everybody to basically go as fast as they possibly can because you don't want to be lapped and you're trying to lap other people and you don't want the person behind you to lap you because you know that they just earned a point that you didn't earn. You've got to lap somebody else, which means it's very yeah. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it's so confusing. Yeah. I I was watching that too, and good old Christian Vandeveld was up there trying to explain to me the rules, and I was like, "Whatever you say, buddy." Yeah, <laughs> I'll cheer when everybody else is. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> and I do. T- I, I get. I, yeah, I, it's it's one of those. Of, it's it's very, it's so foreign that um I literally don't really know who's in the lead a good portion of the time. Uh, but it's still a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> yes. 
So segue to my number three, track cycling. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? But I specifically, I specifically put the Kieran. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, okay. With a shout out to the Madison because, yo, what the heck is that even about? Like, that's crazy. That's just like, yes, I would like to crash my bicycle today. That's yes. what the Madison is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I like the Kieran because it's very straightforward. It's um, like the pursuit is fine, but it's not like the most riveting to watch because no. you're kind of like racing the clock, you know, whatever. Um, so it's cool. <clears throat> I like that. And for all the same reasons that you mentioned, like track cycling is not a thing that is available to watch ever here for me. <clears throat> so I find it really interesting. Yeah. Um, but the Kieran is the most straightforward because it's just like, here are like six to eight people. They are going to race as fast as possible for three laps. Go. Like, <laughs> done. So they, they get led out by a little motorcycle, which is kind of rad. Or an e-bike. This time's an e-bike, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go, they go around. They just follow an e-bike for three laps and they build up speed. And they're like, we're talking fast. We're going like 40k plus, right? And then the e-bike dips down and for the last 3 laps, it's just whoever gets to the line first go. Yep. And it is yeah, oh man, it's just like us fast furious sprint to the finish and it is crazy. <laughs> so, I yeah. I really liked that one. Just straightforward. We're on the track. We are racing. Go. Uh, but with a special like shout out to the Madison, because I have never seen that before. Yeah. Ever. And what the Madison race is, is there are, you have a partner. And so I don't, is it every lap, every other, I don't know, but you're switching who is racing. Right. Right. Yeah. So one person is racing around as fast as they can. The other person is doing a resting lap. When you get up to your partner, you grab their hand and you do this like bizarre slingshot motion. So you, you, you come up to them. They like you. So it's really bizarre to watch. So the person let's pretend the person, there's two cyclists, one on the left and one on the right. The one on the right is coming up like full speed. They grab the person's hand. They kind of like, go ahead of them and then rocket them forward in this weird like handshake slingshot motion and launch them to build up speed for them to keep sitting around the track but like this is obviously chaos time so when I watched the one that whatever one I watched there was just like people crashing into each other everywhere it was like a disaster I was like what is happening what like <laughs> Like, it was nuts. Why are you touching? Stop. Yeah, I did it. I did. Holy cow! What in the world? But cool. I like the track. The, my favorite track cycling event has been the Kieran because it's I can understand that one. Yeah. Straightforward, full on sprint <laughs> to the line. Not quite so. Yeah. So that was my number three uh, okay. track Good. cycling, specifically Kieran. Kieran. Okay. Aaron. Three. <laughs> I so I'll go with um kind of what Brandon talked about with like the the canoeing and like kayaking 
um, events. There's there was one. Um, I, I think if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's called Flatwater Canoeing and Kayaking. So that there's it, there's one that caught me kind of off, not like off guard, but like I was transfixed on it, and like I had to watch it. Um, where they were in um, kayaks, and it was a single event, and they just lined up, and then they. It, it was kind of cool because they they lined them up and there was like a little like underwater like track system thing that like held them into place and then you know it the gate drops and then they just book it um that was fun to watch um there was a it, it was just like something that you know getting to watch like yeah you know, you know I and watch kayaking and whatever on any given day but like just watching kind of what brandon said like just the tenacity that these people have and it's like whoa this dude is booking it um i want to do that and <laughs> you know it can kind of think yeah right like, i know i get it like where you watch it and you're like i want to i want to do that now like i i can totally give me in there coach um kind of ordeal so that that was fun just to like get a chance to watch and experience that. Um, like even, even though it was literally just like, you know, people in kayak kayaks, drag racing, like it felt much more to that because there was, and like, there was, you know, watching within like five seconds, I already had like, you know, a favorite person of who I wanted to keep watching. And they're like, you know, I want to, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going for this country. I want this country to win. And, you know, it, it it, I don't know. It, it was just, it, I'm basing a lot of these off of just like funness of like things that like I could, you know, watch on a given bait, you know, basis. The, the, the last one, meh, but like this one, I just, I could sit and watch this for, you know, a good, good chunk of time because like they would just, you know, sitting there calmly floating, paddling around doing, you know, kayaky things. And then just a little gate flipper thing drops and then they're just, gone and so i was like oh that's really cool um because i because i i changed the channel like right when uh they were just getting set up and i was like okay so what are we doing here what um what event is this uh why are they doing this this way strange and then just and and they're off i was like whoa not expecting that much watch more please so i i i got a kick out of it because yeah yeah we're in the little gym, just watching, you know, watching flipping through the channels because they had like six different um, uh, Olympic things going on. It's like, oh, you could watch this on this channel, or oh, you could watch this on this channel. It's like, or oh, whatever. And then, like, I started watching it. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I picked this channel. This is really cool. <laughs> so, I, I I believe it's called flat water racing. But yeah, if it's right. if it's not, um, then I will just go with uh, kayak drag racing. Right. Um, <laughs> I like that. That's a good name for Marketing. for the event in question. Yeah. Nice. Uh, my number three is definitely a sport that I could not see myself doing, um, which makes me in, more in awe of the people who do it, and that is sport climbing. Um, I uh, love that. It is extremely technical, but also there is that timed aspect of like, how far can they get through these sets of maneuvers and along the course in a certain amount of time, uh, which scores points to people. So it's not just speed climbing, 
uh, but they do factor in time in the course that you're that you're doing, and then they have you know you have to finish it within a certain amount of time, so it's, you know it's a little constrained as well. Um, heights terrify me. I've tried climbing; it's insanely difficult. I could never do anything a tenth of what these people are capable of doing, and I'm just fascinated by uh, the strategy that it takes plus the sheer strength. Uh, that each of these individual people have in order to implement and execute these different things um, that I don't really, that, that makes it really, really unique. And just for me, fascinating. Yeah, no, pretty good. Again, segueing into my number two sport climbing. Oh, for- <laughs> Oh, man. I really, okay. I, I like that it was, I was fascinated because this is the first Olympics it's been in. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like the inaugural event. And so I was interested, I, again, I know, I knew that this was a thing that you could do. I've only ever seen the speed climbing part of this in like random things. Right. Yeah. But the fact that there is a speed climbing, a bouldering and a lead climbing section yeah. really makes it interesting. Because these people competing together, and a lot of them are really, really good at one of those things, and then like pretty good, like good, like just normal good at the other two. So like, there's this big, like interesting thing that happens. Like, okay, well, this guy's like a, you know, he's a lead specialist, but he's only okay at bouldering. Mm-hmm. So like, how and the way that they calculate the points, you know, like <clears throat> how you say. And like the one that I really enjoyed watching the most was the bouldering one. Yes. Cause like, yo, what? <laughs> Some of those boulder problems they were solving. Like, how did, what? How did you? And they were real hard too, because some of them like only like one person solved. Like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and just watching them go through that kind of strategy and process and seeing them, you know, planning out and just the some of the bouldering moves that they're doing super impressive so like (laughs) yeah sport climbing is my number two for sure cool aaron on to yours well it's a toss-up um it's it's one of them is very like traditionally olympics because like when like whenever you think of olympics um you know it's either like a, a track or a swimming um sport you don't really think a lot of like the outside kind of things and so i am gonna go with to me this one's just like fascinating to watch like i can have i have no idea how they score i have no idea like what anything is based off of i don't have like a rubric to say like oh hey this is this because i um it's synchronized swimming yeah uh it, it it is just like trying to walk and like copycat somebody it is impossible for me anyways and so trying to put that into water um or like just like the synchronized diving like that in itself is like hey i have to do this amount of things in this amount of time before i hit the water oh and i have to do it with someone else so synchronize anything um is is just like mesmerizing. I don't know how they score, you know, because one part's like, oh, it's about the splash, or you know, they have to splash at the same time and things like that. I get it, but just watching it, you know, that you know they're in sync from the moment they walk out of the locker room to like the moment they hit the water, and it's like, ah, uh, 
how? Like, I don't, I don't get it. How, how does that happen? So synchronized anything to me is, <laughs> is my number uh, two. Okay. Very nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, well, uh, sounds like we're all going to get a little bit wet here. Um, because my number two <laughs> is, it's not, it's not, and, and they've re, they've rebranded it, by the way, they've rebranded it from synchronized to artistic swimming. And I will say that just on a ah. side note, we watched that and, um, yeah, we were all enthralled by it, especially Lillian and Noah, cause they've been swimming a lot this summer and just sitting there being like, how are they doing that? How are they going? They're upside down and they're moving up and they're not touching the bottom. And they're like doing these things that are like defying physics, uh, because they're like lifting people. I, we, we watched the Russian routine. And they all went underwater and then they lifted somebody up on their feet. They went up, they were going up, up with their feet up and there was a person sitting on the person's feet. And I don't know how you do that and not die. So anyway. Yeah. Right. Or they're just like in there and one of them will just like leap out of the water like a fish. You're like, how did, how do you physically do that? Like, I don't yeah. Literally leaping. So I, yeah, I, I, um, that didn't quite make my list. Um, but the one that did was another first for, we've mentioned, uh, 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 sport climbing and we've mentioned, um, the skating as being kind of the first for these Olympics. Another one that made it first for the Olympics was the mixed medley relay swimming. And oh, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. And, and that's because, um, the mixed medley, you have four swimmers, two men, two women, and they have to do one of four strokes, the backstroke, breaststroke, butterfly, and the freestyle. And it's fascinating. It's, I like that it's men and women on the same team. And I love anything that's a relay. Like I just, I, I really, really like relays. And it seems to be like, that's where the, a lot of the teams, it's a team sport, but they're, they're, relying on individual like really heavily on individual strength yeah and this especially because usually in relays they're like who's the closer who's the one that's going to finish strong but it's also who's the best at each one of these things that can also finish strong and who's also the closer who's gonna you know the fastest reaction time so it, it really brought together a lot of strengths for the people and it was just again i love these things where it's like you don't see that combination of things in one place uh, and it was really fun to watch. Nice. All right. So, okay, so this is number number what? one. Let's read number go, one. Yeah. Re- recap. Recap what you've done up to this point. And then then take us into one. All right. So uh, so far I had at five the triathlon specifically triathlon relay. Again, relays are cool. We've learned. Um, <clears throat> then number four I had uh, paddling events, the rowing and the tracking canoeing the flat water stuff uh four or three i had track cycling specifically the kieran um and then number two i board climbing and number one my number one favorite thing to watch this year uh it has been indoor volleyball oh specifically the women's indoor volleyball they're playing for the golden medal on sunday uh yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I just watched one match. And I've watched it before, right? Indoor volleyball is a sport that, like, it's weird. Because, like, in, like, every high school in the land, you have basketball, baseball, softball, sometimes football, and volleyball. 
And then, like, in the United States, volleyball kind of disappears. Yeah. Right? You, you play volleyball in college, and then it goes away. Hmm. It's, not, it's not a thing. Like, indoor volleyball is not a thing at the professional level, really, in the United States that I'm aware of. I could be mistaken, but, like, all of these ladies... They play in like Turkey and Japan and China and like Korea, whatever, South Korea. And like, they're so good. (laughs) And the men too, there's men's indoor volleyball. There's definitely no men's indoor volleyball in the U S like ever. Like I, you know, that's not a thing that's around. So watching like indoor volleyball at this level is so impressive. Right, like it's amazing. <clears throat> like b- both men and women, and you know th- some of the like I don't like some these dudes are like six foot nine. They're all playing volleyball. You're like what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! This is terrifying. <laughs> you know, like but just the way the that that many people play together and like volleyball is cool to watch. Anyway, like I watch high school volleyball sometimes. Uh, it's cool. It's fine. But like, this is like professional level volleyball and it is amazing. Like, it's so good. Like, just everything about it. It's just like the speed these people are serving. Holy cow. <clears throat> the, the precision they have, like the, their ability to jump and hit these blocks. Some of these blocks are insane. Like, holy cow. So I've really been sucked into watching the, the women's volleyball team, especially because they're, like I said, they've been doing like super good. They're playing in the gold medal match <clears throat> against Brazil, I believe. Um, <clears throat> you know, I do love a tournament. So like, you kind of get into like, oh, I got to watch this team because we're going to play them next. So I got to, you know, I want to see like who their players are. Right. <laughs> you, get, right. you get that yeah, vibe going weird. on. <clears throat> so like both, both men's and women's volleyball, indoor volleyball. I've just been like really fascinated. Um, again, you don't, it's, you're not exposed to it really that much in the United States at this level. Yeah. Right. You see college volleyball and they're pretty good, but these ladies, holy cow, man. They're, <laughs> great so i really and the men too don't get me wrong all the dudes out there playing volleyball uh, in the olympics they, that is some next level stuff right mm-hmm. but I, just me specifically i've been really into the u.s women's national team indoor volleyball <clears throat> so that's my number okay. one let's go ladies let's go <laughs> <laughs> very good good okay Airman. I've been having to be real quiet because I caught the match. I stayed up. I was like going to go to bed. Yeah. And then I was like flipping channels before I went to bed and their game just started. I was like, well, well, guess I'm not going to bed now. Well, anyway. I didn't <laughs> so I'm like watching them play and I'm like, yeah, I mean, yes, let's go. All right. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like asleep and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's my number one indoor volleyball, <clears throat> specifically U.S. Women's National Team. Let's go, ladies! Gotcha. You're amazing. 
Okay, Airman, give us your so. So for me, um, like I have seen the sport before, and every time I've watched it, I'm like, yeah, cool. Like you know, it, it's kind of like that mystique of like, oh, this is this is in the Olympics, um, you know. Uh, can I, can I, it, it, like you, you know of it, like you, like you know it, it, it exists, but you've never like really paid attention to it. Um, my my number one spot is going to go to um, water polo. Um, it is nice. such yeah. a weird sport, and like when I say that, I'm not talking like it, it's it's fun to watch. It's really cool, but it's also like a lot more complicated than I imagined. Like there's a lot more rules to it. And like, it, 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 I mean, it has to be safe like that because, you know, you have the possibility of, oh, I don't know, drowning. Um, yeah, literally dying. <laughs> literally dry. And so it's, 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 it's that, but like, there, there's a lot more rules to it than I anticipated. There was a lot more to it. And it's, it's a lot more, like, you know, you, you have to be an athlete to play because you are treading water the entire time. You are swimming back and forth. You're also throwing a ball and you're also trying to, and this is the part that got me. Um, you're trying to like fight, physically fight off somebody. Um, because I like, we were watching it and like these people go ham on each other. Like it, it is a, like they, they have like the above water view and then they have like cameras like in water. And it's Those like underwater camera shots are crazy. Yeah. So and it's like, look, look at, you know what this person did. And it literally shows someone like punching people underwater or kicking. <laughs> and like when they call crazy. it, when they call a timeout and they get out of the water and they're just bruised. And it's like, Oh, water polo is a lot more violent than I thought it was. And it, like just watching that, uh, we watched the, it was the Hungary and Croatia gameplay. And Croatia lost, but I was cheering for them the whole time because they were the underdog. And it like just the way they had to like bend and twist their arm just to throw. It looked like a big medicine ball, uh, just to try to score. And like, there's a lot more strategy than to it than I thought of. Just like, hey, run down and or swim down and throw this in there. All right, good job. Swim back. Like there, there's a lot more strategy to it. There's a lot more moving pieces to it than I thought. And it like, I, I need to pay attention to it more just because of the sheer fact of how like fun it was to watch. Again, it was one of those sports where like I watched it once and I, if, you know, like if I get a chance to go, go somewhere and watch it, I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. It's, that's a crazy sport. It's, it's so intense. I, man, I don't. <laughs> right. Colin. So my, my top four so far were fencing, specifically the saber. Oh, track I, didn't, I didn't go back. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Uh, track cycling, the Omnium, sport <laughs> climbing, swimming, specifically the mix of the relay. And I'm going to stay in the pool. And it's probably a pretty boring pick. But this is something I will always watch and am constantly fascinated by. and just continually mesmerized and it predictably I will watch it as much as I can. It's the <coughs> 10 meter platform diving. Um, I don't know. Nice. It's, <laughs> I think it's because it, 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 it's, it's insanely simple concept. Jump off from this high thing 
and don't make a big splash. But it's the interim stuff, right? <laughs> where, where all of a sudden, um, everything in between just adds up and compounds of like, if the launch is wrong, if the, if the twist is wrong, it, it, like, it all affects the entry. And it's one of those things of like, very immediately, you as the viewer, it, you know, I, I guess if you're paying attention enough, like you can see the, di- the difference between divers by their entry. And it's, it, it's very apparent. Um, and it's also just like kind of therapeutic. Watch people plunge meters down while they twist and turn and, and then splash. Uh, and then the underwater camera is always a lot of fun. Um, I've always enjoyed watching diving uh, and it continues to be something that I will just, I can have on and just, I'll be drawn to it uh, time and time again. Very nice. So yeah, it's a fun one too. Yeah. I, and it's, it's one that doesn't take a lot of like, intense interest is like there's not a lot of anxiety inducing you know like the omnium is something where like your heart's in your throat as you're watching people race around and the sport climbing too as they're racing up and down it's like it's it's much more like ah (laughs) like i don't know like there's not not quite so like super mega intense yeah no that's fair (laughs) right so uh we can um we're running a little long on time here, but we can go back through. And if you've got like maybe two more that you want that didn't quite make the list, um, we can, we can throw those out. Okay. So just uh, fast. The other, I, cause I made a short list. Okay. So the, the only ones on my short list that I really, I couldn't figure out where to put them. And uh, so one of them was water polo. And just because this year I haven't watched it as much. Normally I get more into it, but this year for whatever reason, I just haven't, watched it i don't know if i've missed it or whatever so water polo was on my short list um two others on my short list was the whitewater kayaking mm. oh yeah that one was really fun um i just it just didn't although i thought the other ones were more exciting this year but i do like the whitewater kayaking like the you know where you go through the little slalom stuff that one's really fun and then the last one um weirdly at the very beginning i was watching it a lot was the archery I don't know why I find Olympic archery so fascinating. Yeah. It's just two people standing there not speaking at all, shooting mm-hmm. a bow, but like <laughs> it's like the distance and just oh, like yeah. how incredibly accurate and good they are at that is just like a, it's impressive to watch. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of nailed by her because they are so evenly matched a lot of times. You're like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh, I don't know. He's gotta he's gotta get the nine this time. He just has to, otherwise it's gonna you know, you kind of it starts ramping up when you get further into the set. And you're just like Ugh. So <clears throat> that was my uh the the ones that didn't make my top five would have been water polo, uh the whitewater kayaking and the uh, archery. Okay. Mm. I would I would probably have to say like professional hurdles is um like oh like when you get to the track event. Or professional hurdles is well that that series hasn't been on yet, right? Has I think it might have been. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they've been, it's hard because this week has been all track stuff and it's just like randomly on yeah. like, and so it's I, hard I, to I find a I haven't got a chance to watch it this year but i know in the past just watching like professional athletes because when when i did hurdles like i was pretty fast but it is it is taken to such a level degree of like competitive speed oh and trying not to you know hit your shin on this metal thing so as (laughs) as on a professional level 
that is such a cool experience to watch. Um, so that's one. And then I would probably have to say, um, like beach volleyball. Oh, yeah. Like, like, you know, you know, playing, you know, volleyball, you know, I did college, you know, going out there and be like, oh, do this. Like, it, it is such a back and forth. It is such like a physical thing. And plus, those ladies, like, they, they got, they got hops for days. They can just like, oh, let me just, you know, move an inch and then like, oh, boom, I'm seven feet off the ground. Like, ah, what do you, whoa, wait a second here. So that, that to me is like really fun to watch. Just because, like, oh, you don't expect it, like, oh, whatever, and then they're like, boom, hops for days. And I guess those are the, those are kind of my two that I would add. Nice. I guess I would just say that, like, for me, also, just real quick, that like track is kind of like the quintessential Summer Olympics experience. Uh-huh. So I would just like watch. I don't have a specific one. I just will like watch all of it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, track and field stuff. Here it is. I like yeah. the races the most, but like all the other stuff is really fun to watch. Um, but it didn't make my list this year just because it's like, I was just kind of watch it. It's in the background. It's cool and exciting, but it didn't draw me in as much as the other stuff, except for Allison. Good job, Allison. You're amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, um, just looking over our list. Um, yeah, track and no, no track and field things made it into our top five, made it on Aaron's shortlist. Also no racket sport, um, made it into any of uh, any of our, uh, yeah, I didn't watch any of them. I guess I missed them. Yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. didn't see him this year. No, nobody brought up um, Equestrian, uh, which I'm very shocked about. Um, I did watch some of that. I, it's kind of cool. We watched some with the uh, with with the kids. Uh, <clears throat> Susan and I decided that the horses should definitely get medals. Like, I don't know what that's about. Like, come on, They're great. They get the wreath and stuff when they win the Kentucky Derby. Uh, give those horses a medal, man. Yeah, come on. Um, my my short list includes uh, everything gymnastics. Again, for me, it's one of those uh, like totally quintessential. It's like track and field and gyna- and gymnastics are uh, to me yeah. what like embody uh, uh, summer Olympics. So, uh, sp- but specifically, I really like when the, the men are on the rings. Um, I don't know why. I think it's just such a bizarre like to- torture chamber event uh, <laughs> to see on tele- on television of like what like how like what what's going on here like why is he suspended <laughs> it's just one of those things of like it's weird like it's one of those just really kind of a weird obscure things that's like okay but it's also really awesome um i also had on my list artistic swimming uh because again i'm just fascinated by them i just didn't get to watch it a whole lot this year and i'm not i haven't really kept up with it it's one of those things that's kind of always on the periphery and then also on my short list is sailing just because um, why not? Like, why not go sail a boat and then compete, race people? Like, it just seems like <laughs> something that would be insanely fun to do. Uh, that I, yeah, I didn't see that at all this year either, and yeah, I, we, I wanted to watch it. I just we, missed it too. I guess I didn't know yeah, what it was. Uh, yeah, we were watching it with the kids, uh, and and again, I was like, oh yeah, like this is also really cool. <clears throat> oh yeah, it is really cool to watch, but like, yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> so sweet. I uh, I enjoyed this immensely. Enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, uh, very good. Um, I am late tired. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> so we'll get... <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I appreciate uh, all that, and we will uh, be back in uh, next uh, next time. Next time. All right, more top five lists coming soon. Coming. Yeah. We'll find out. <laughs>
to uh, an earbud near you. Okay. Very good. Boom. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you too. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.